This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Thanks for tuning in today. Here's another one of our, uh, our episodes that we thought you should hear again. 1653 about what happened in Waukesha, the parade tragedy, uh, tragedy and just uh, this epidemic of media stupidity and their ignorance to what's really going on, their lack of integrity and responsibility in journalism. Check this out. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, um, we had a real tragedy this weekend in Waukesha. Uh, likely you're waking up this morning, you either heard the story yesterday or you heard it this Monday morning. Number of people dead. There's an attack at a parade with a vehicle used to run down multiple people. But if any moment has ever spoken to the need for responsible journalism in this country that's now unfortunately dead, this is that moment. And because we believe in responsible reporting here, I want to be crystal clear. We are not going to do what the left did in the Kyle Rittenhouse case at all, which is create false narratives and misinformation that led a bunch of people to believe things that aren't true. Journalism is dead. It is really, really unfortunate in days like today that you're reminded about the role of a responsible set of journalists in this country who we don't have. Got a loaded show for you today, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. Uh, folks, we got that. I've got a ton of audio and video of media people spinning up the crowd about the Rittenhouse case with misinformation. Let me just tell you now, Kyle Rittenhouse should sue every single one of these people. No mercy here. You will never, ever get a more fair, equitable media environment where they focus on the facts until there are real financial losses for their malicious behavior. Never. I heard a couple of people say he should move on with his life, Kyle. No, he shouldn't. He has to move on with his life. But he should get some sense of redemption for himself uh, by, by, by making sure that these media folks pay for what they did to him. So, folks, yep. I'm going to show you some disturbing video. So here is a warning. Uh, in case you haven't heard, there was a, an incident with a vehicle this weekend in Waukesha. A vehicle sped up, did not honk its horn at all, drove through the end of a parade route, mowed down a number of people, uh, killed multiple people in the process. There is a suspect in custody, according to multiple reports. I'll get to that in a second. But I want to warn you, this is some very disturbing video. It's some of the most troubling video we've had to put on the show in a long time. Here's what happened at the parade, taken from an overhead camera. Uh, check this out. Okay, as you can see, 
Um, there doesn't appear to be any effort to avoid people, obviously, in that appears to be an effort to, to, uh, to hit people on that video. Now, there are a number of things that lead me to believe this was intentional based on the information we have in front of us. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just reporting on what we've seen and my experience as an investigator. I absolutely refuse to do what the left-wing media does, which is speculate on things they haven't seen and not the facts to tell you a story, not the story. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you the story. It appears this vehicle was not slowing down, obviously, as it hit multiple people. It appears the vehicle was in control the entire time. In other words, if it was someone having a medical emergency, you would see some type of swerving as the vehicle, after it hit people, went back and forth and was redirected by obviously hitting people. You don't see any of that. There's no effort to honk the horn, let's say, if there was some kind of brake emergency. Now, listen, I get it. You may be saying to yourself, Dan, it's fairly obvious to me what happens. Why are we doing this? Because, again, I, I don't need to be first on anything. I'm trying to prove to you here how it's always been the conservative media ecosystem that has told you the truth and the left has lied to you. I'm giving you the facts. If this was someone having a medical, you would see the vehicle swerving, not speeding up. If this was someone having a vehicle emergency, you would see someone honking a horn trying to get out of the way. You don't see any of that. Why did this subject enter the uh, parade route at the end and not the beginning, as Sean Duffy brought up this morning on Fox and Friends? Is that because he was looking for a getaway at the end, and if he got caught in the beginning, he would have got caught in the middle of the parade? Notice, by the way, how now that we have an idea of who the suspect is, been reported by multiple media outlets that it is Daryl Brooks, a male black, which has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that the media is obsessed with racial narratives. But notice the media racial narratives, now that we know he's not a white man, you don't hear much. Do you hear any cross state lines narratives now? What about any white supremacist narratives? You hear any of those? Mm -mm. Weird, right, Joe? You don't you don't hear any. Where's Tiffany Cross and Joy Reid? Where's where's uh, Chuck Todd and Brian Stelter? Where where, where are they? What? Why are we hearing now? Wait, wait, wait. Now that the one of the suspects here is being reported as a, <clears throat> by multiple people as Daryl Brooks. Why are we not hearing any of that? Why are we, yeah, yeah, that's right. Crickets, right? No narratives at all now. Now we're hearing calls for responsible journalism. Notice how we do that the entire time. How the misinformation monopoly on the left, they are the exclusive domain of misinformation. Liberals, the media, they're big tech, government, left-wing politicians, symbiote of misinformation. Notice how now they're all calling for responsible journalism. Now, the difference is striking. Now, I want you to contrast this with the Rittenhouse case. By the way, Kyle Rittenhouse will be interviewed tonight by Tucker Carlson on an interview that I'm sure is going to uh, garner millions and millions of viewers. Tucker Carlson tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, Sean Hannity is Donald Trump afterwards, which is interesting. Should be a big night for Fox News. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no longer any doubt now that the liberal media is the largest source of misinformation on planet Earth. 
No, I didn't say that wrong. The liberal media in the United States and their big tech, cancel culture, Hollywood, entertainment, sports elitist symbiote in association with Democrat politicians and liberal donors are the largest source of of disinformation on planet Earth. The Rittenhouse case conclusively confirms that. Where were the fact checkers the whole time on the Rittenhouse case, by the way? Where were they? I've got more on that later. We are on the right side of right here. They are on the wrong side of right, the left. They have always been. They are the source of misinformation. All of the nonsense you heard. I had to write it down so I didn't forget it. Rittenhouse had a short-barreled rifle. False. Rittenhouse crossed state lines with a rifle. False. Rittenhouse's mom dropped him off in Kenosha. False. Rittenhouse had no connection to Kenosha. False. Rittenhouse shot a couple of black men. False. The judge is a Republican racist. False. Largest source of disinformation on planet Earth. Do not trust anything these people tell you. Anything. Anything. We will continue to obey the Dan Bongino rule. 24 to 72 hours. We will let the information settle. Make sure it's accurate. And then we will report it. I want you to read this piece. It's in my newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's by Miranda Devine. She talks about the 10 biggest lies in the Rittenhouse case, and she debunks them all. And let me tell you something. There were a lot. And the lawsuit should start flying immediately. Immediately. I just went through some of them. But here, here's screenshot number one from this piece. 10 heinous lies about Kyle Rittenhouse. Debunked. One, Rittenhouse took an AR-15 across state lines. Esquire accused him of terrorist tourism. That was false. His rifle was kept in a safe at his best friend's stepfather's house in Kenosha. Two, the gun was illegal. Wrong. Under Wisconsin law, he was entitled to possess the AR-15 as a 17-year-old. The judge dismissed the gun charge, which the prosecution should have never brought. Another one, Rittenhouse's mother drove him across state lines to the riot. False. Wendy Rittenhouse never went to Kenosha. She slept late the morning of October 25th after working a 16-hour shift at a nursing home near her home in Antioch, she told the Chicago Tribune. Kyle had already gone to his job in Kenosha when she woke up. Ladies and gentlemen, do not trust anything they say, ever. These people are liars. They are proven liars. They are serial fraudsters. Notice again how now, given that the suspect being identified and some of the background information, if that is in fact accurate, that that is the, uh, if, if that turns out to be the perpetrator later on, notice how all of a sudden there's calls for responsible journalism. Do you notice that? Here's another one. Screenshot two from the Divine Peace. And I encourage you to read the whole thing. Judge Bruce Schroeder is a Trumpy racist, biased towards the defense. Really? In fact, Schroeder's a Democrat, has run as a Democrat for the Wisconsin Senate, and was first appointed by a Democratic governor. Bias was also perceived in what the Chicago Tribune said was a highly unusual decision to allow Kyle to draw names randomly out of a container at the end of the trial to determine which 12 of the 18 jurors would decide his fate. It's something this judge always does, he told the court. All false, folks. The media, politicians, their Hollywood pals, their sports community and entertainment buddies, 
big tech, fountains of disinformation, a symbiotic fountain of misinformation and disinformation. Disgusting. Folks, I'm sorry if I sound a little macabre today. And I just, I'm really devastated by this. I mean, we'd be in a totally different country right now if we had a media enterprise that did fair and responsible journalism. The Rittenhouse case would have never went to trial. Racial tensions would have never been stirred up over an incident that wasn't racial at all. There were no, Kyle Rittenhouse did not shoot anyone who was black. There is no racial component to this at all. And we are where we are exclusively because the media is a fountain of misinformation. And yet when that narrative again doesn't fit their role, all of a sudden now they're calling for responsible journalism today. We'll always do responsible journalism. Let me show you what irresponsible journalism and irresponsible politicians look like, however. Here's a Fox article. This is a fascinating little piece by Andrew Mark Miller about the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee Chair, Sean Patrick Maloney, a hapless buffoon congressman. This guy is a, a goofball. I mean, he is of the, on, the, on the Olympic stand of, of dipwad morons in the Congress on the left. Here he is. He had put out a, an email statement after the Rittenhouse verdict, and he said, it's disgusting and disturbing that someone was able to carry a loaded assault rifle into a protest against the unjust killing of Jacob Blake, an unarmed black man. Joe, what's the, what's, what's the problem with that? Uh, oh, uh, the problem with that is yeah. <laughs> someone should ask Jacob Blake if Jacob uh, yeah. Blake is, in fact, was killed, because Jacob Blake is still alive. He's still alive, you idiot. Now, he's since had to correct that statement. But don't you think before you send an email to your massive email list about an unarmed black man who was killed, who admitted he was armed, he had a knife, you dumb. I wonder if the retraction email got as many views as your initial email statement, you dope. Jacob Blake isn't dead. He's alive. Ask him. The hell is it going to stop with this? Let's go to the audio video evidence here. And as I said before, there should be no legal mercy extended to these people at all. Tiffany Cross, if she does not get sued at MSNBC, there is no justice in our legal system. Here is Tiffany Cross after the acquittal spouting off a litany of misinformation and disinformation. Where are the fact checkers? Where are the fact checkers? Oh, nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Here's Tiffany Cross from MSNBC. Just listen to this one. If she's not sued for this, then there is really no justice in our system at all. I hope the Rittenhouse lawyers are adding this one to the litany of lawsuits I hope they have coming. Check this out. I find these people disgusting, Ellie. I'm disgusted at what I'm seeing. It's not just this trial, it's other trials. But this in particular, the fact that white supremacists roam the halls of Congress freely and celebrate this little murderous white supremacist and the fact that he gets to walk the streets freely, it lets you know these people have access to instituting uh, laws. They represent the legislative branch of this country. What are we to make of that? Welcome to the modern Republican Party. This is what these people want. And this is what a majority of white people vote for. So there was Tiffany Cross openly defaming Kyle Rittenhouse, who I can only hope and pray adds her to his lawsuits. This will never stop, ladies and gentlemen. 
until real material losses. I got to write that down because I don't want to miss that on the radio show. Real material losses are imposed upon the left. You want to defame this kid on national television with that other psycho? Go right ahead. You better get your checkbook out. Of course, the stupidity, folks, sadly didn't end there. Here's Chris Cuomo suggesting to Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer that maybe there was a better approach to this whole thing. Maybe Rittenhouse could have busted out some Chuck Norris style, you know, Shokasugi ninja moves, maybe. And maybe, Joe, he could have fought off the crowd. You know, as you know, <laughs> one 17 year old kid is highly effective in hand to hand combat against 20 to 50 grown adults attacking him with Glocks, skateboards, fists and flying kicks. Very effective, Joe. That, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that only happens, by the way, in dopey Marvel movies where like the daredevil with his sonic radar can do that. But according to Chris Cuomo, that's not just in Marvel movies. Kyle Rittenhouse may have been blinded when he was young, like daredevil by some radioactive stuff. And it gave him some, you know, radar type thing. That's what Chris Cuomo thinks. Here, check out Chris Cuomo, another idiot, suggesting just that he should have fought off all these people. Listen to this. Does he have concerns that maybe he could have done something else? Maybe he didn't have to fire. Maybe he could have fought. Maybe he could have gotten you know, back on his feet. Does he ask himself those questions? So there was Chris, uh, Chris Cuomo, another genius. You saw that. Now, is that legally actionable? No. I mean, that's, that's an opinion. Is it stupid? It's the dumbest opinion I think I've heard yet. That Kyle just should have fought off a bunch of rioters, pulling, putting glocks in his face, hitting him with a skateboard, and doing flying kicks to his face while he was on the ground. That's just, that's just really, that's brilliant, Chris. What would we do without you? Chris, is a, isn't he a lawyer, too? Yeah, I thought he was. Of course, the entire, where are the fact checkers, by the way? Where are the fact checkers? Where are the fact checkers suggesting it's mostly false? One 17-year-old can fight off a crowd of 20 armed men armed with skateboards. Oh, yeah, the case, skateboards. Yeah, get hit in the head with a skateboard. See how that feels, folks. Glocks. Sticking a Glock in the kid's face, the Grosskreutz guy. Where are the fact checkers? Oh, that's coming up, too. Of course, it didn't end with media buffoons like Chris Cuomo and this just grotesque Tiffany Cross. I mean, really, is, there, is, is, is it possible someone could be competing for the medal stand with Joy Reid, Tiffany Cross? Maybe. Her and Brianna Keeler are making moves. Here are the sports morons chiming in. Again, uh, they seem to be in support of uh, Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum, who, was, who attacked Kyle Rittenhouse and chased him and tried to grab his firearm. Joseph Rosenbaum was a white male. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was shot by Kyle Rittenhouse after chasing him and trying to grab his firearm, is also a child rapist who was dropping the N-word. That doesn't stop the sports community, though, from defending him. Here are the ESPN sports idiots chiming in to defend a child rapist dropping the N-word. Check this out. Both former players, but I... We are all black people. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that we created some space for anything that we want to say here before we talk about basketball. Well, I just I think that the, the scariest part about this, like, you know, so many people talk about not being surprised and 
if you live in America, if you know the history of America, you're not surprised. Of course, folks, it doesn't end there. So we have hapless opinion hosts like Tiffany Cross and Chris Cuomo. Then we have sports idiots who don't know anything about the case. I'll get to more, a couple more sports idiots in a minute, too. But supposedly hard news reporters got the story wrong as well. Here's ABC's unironically named Terry Moran. <laughs> That's an A at the end. Is that a typo? I think it's an O. Terry Moran suggesting again that Jacob Blake, the shooting of Jacob Blake, which preceded the Kenosha riots, Jacob Blake, ladies and gentlemen, is alive. Here is Terry Moran suggesting again that the police killed Jacob Blake. Someone should ask Jacob Blake what it's like to be killed when he's still alive. This is the hard news section of ABC. Check this out. Once again, not guilty on all counts in the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's bring in ABC's senior national correspondent, Terry Moran. Terry, you've been on this case from the beginning here. Walk us through the significance of this verdict today. Well, it's very significant. First, for the community of Kenosha, uh, this city was traumatized uh, by the police killing of a black man, Jacob Blake, then by the demonstrations, which turned into riots over the succeeding days. And then Kyle Rittenhouse showed up with his rifle and took the lives of two of those demonstrators, maiming another. All right. So that was the hard news division of ABC reporting to you again. Uh, is that the soft news? Is that the no news? Is that disinformation, misinformation? Or are these people just too stupid to put in a search engine? Is Jacob Blake still alive? You can actually watch videos of Jacob Blake. You can listen to audio of Jacob Blake. You could have gone and visited Jacob Blake and asked him if he's still alive. But no, they didn't do any of that. Why would you do any of that? I want you to watch this coming up next. This is CNN. Ladies and gentlemen, if you think for a moment, that CNN, MSNBC, and these other hack outlets are not in really, really hot water right now for all of their malicious defamatory coverage of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. You are insane. You need some proof? Here is a segment CNN ran. Now, I want you to listen to this and tell me with a straight face, this isn't CNN having a holy hit with an S in front of it moment realizing they're in real legal trouble, just like they were with Nicholas Sandman on their reporting of Kyle Rittenhouse. Watch this piece and listen to how they, for the first time, have to tell their audience the real truth about all the facts behind the Rittenhouse case afterwards. Tell me, Joe, after you hear this, tell me this isn't a big mega correction in an effort, and it's too late to avoid a defamation lawsuit. Check this out. We learned a lot of things in this trial that we should sort of go over. And I was just kind of reviewing some of the things that we learned in the trial that were not necessarily public knowledge before that. One, uh, there has been a lot of talk, especially by politicians, about uh, where Rittenhouse was the night uh, of this shooting. And it turned out he was already in Kenosha, that he had family here, including his father, that the gun was here in Kenosha. He did not bring that over state lines. It turned out during this trial that we learned that the gun 
gun that he had a hold of, he actually could legally possess, according to the judge and according to the law here, uh, because of the measurements of the gun. Had it been shorter and a short-barreled gun, then it would have been illegal. But because it wasn't, the judge said that that needed to be thrown out. And indeed, that charge of a minor in possession of a gun illegally was thrown out in this case. The jury only looking at those who were injured, those who were endangered, and those who were killed uh, the night uh, in August that Rittenhouse ended up shooting people. There you go, folks. What'd you think of that, Joe? Is that not a CYA <laughs> moment? Oh, big time. Big time. Dude. Oh, big time. I, I, if that, that is, I mean, I've never seen in television history a bigger CYA moment about an individual other than that. Now, the sports thing. So I'm out with my family. I'm in an Italian restaurant on, was it Friday night? Yeah, I guess it was Friday night. And the Boston Celtics Lakers game is on in the, in the restaurant. They have the TV going and I see Jalen Rose on and it has the, they didn't have the volume up cause it was kind of loud, but they had the, um, at the bottom, gosh, I'm throwing a blank. What the, the hell's it called at the bottom? But it, sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, and uh, Jalen Rose is talking and Jalen Rose, who is a former NBA player, Jalen Rose on the air live proceeds to talk about how Jacob Blake again was killed by police officers in Wisconsin. Now, here's Bobby Borak at Outkick wrote an article. ESPN declines to comment on Jalen Rose on air lies about Jacob Blake. Now, has ESPN corrected that since? Folks, tell me again how the left isn't a fountain of misinformation. Please, I'd love to hear it. You just heard Dan Bongino.